Welcome, all of our lovely listeners out there. This is Rory Cashin, and I'm joined, as always, by the second most handsome man in the world, Paul Moore. Ah, uh, we've moved on from that now at this stage. No, I was, it's a, I was run, it's a running joke. My, I was firmly put in my place there by Henry Cavill, sans moustache. So, so, yep, sans is a perfect word usage right now, because... Uh, it's French, and why yeah. would we be talking about France? Well, let me tell you why. Uh, off the back of episode 28, in which we inter- interviewed, reviewed... Uh, Mission Impossible Follow. Our lovely own, who is not in studio this week, he was sent over to Gay Paris to talk to everyone sans Tom Cruise for Mission Impossible Follow. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's, it's so happy for him. So yeah, happy for him. Not jealous, um, not jealous at all. No, me neither. Uh, but he did speak to just about everyone involved. Um, and here is own talking about what you can expect on this and then directly after that will be every just about everyone in the world and writer director Christopher McQuarrie Bonjour mes amis qu'est-ce que c'est le crack et bienvenue à la bonus feature for Mission Impossible Fallout it's Owen here it's not actually a French person we got some cracking interviews lined up for you with the cast of the brand new summer blockbuster we got Angela Bassett Vanessa Kirby Rebecca Ferguson Simon Pegg and the writer-director of the film and he's practically Tom Cruise's best friend Mr. Christopher McQuarrie and last but not least, oh sweet lord, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill's arms, Henry Cavill's face, Henry Cavill's chin, Henry Cavill's everything. This man is clean shaven, top to bottom, I think. Um, yeah, the whole lot of them, as the French say, are a really lovely bunch of people. They're all dead on. And the reason we're speaking French for all of this is because Paramount Pictures um, flew us out to Paris for the interviews where the premiere was taking place. So a big mercy buckets to Paramount for uh, for organising that. And uh, yeah, pretty much uh, all that's left is for you to, I, I don't know what the French word is for enjoy, but please do uh, uh, enjoy, enjoy the film. We, oui. um, I don't think, is that racist? Maybe, I don't think so. Henry, it's lovely to see you again. Great to see you uh, too. Congratulations on Fallout. Um, you had a chance to see it last night. I did. We were in the cinema together. We so were. Thank you for a lovely date. It was. Uh, You're very welcome. Wonderful. You're very welcome. Um, I didn't appreciate your. It happens attentions. all the time. <laughs> I couldn't control yeah. myself. Um, the film. Well, what did you think first of all? Was that the first time you were getting a chance to see it? It was without the distractions. Obviously, yeah, I loved it. Genuinely loved it. It's it's a weird one because you're in the movie, right? So you obviously know what goes on. But the way they've done it, the way they've executed it, I was genuinely excited. On the at the end, and I know what happens. I was there. <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat. And feeling it in a room full of people who are feeling it as well was enormous fun. Well, I was wondering about that because yourself and some of the other cast members who were there, I think Simon Pegg was doing a fair amount of whooping and hollering as well. But uh, he's a <laughs> really one inappropriate go- moment. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, with some uh, interesting deaths and uh, he's, he's a lot of cheering around those. But you actually get the best line in the film um, whenever you say... Uh, People actually fall for this shit. Yeah. Because um, people have been saying that for years about the Mission Impossible with the, uh, with the masks coming off. But right. you're the guy that gets to deliver that line. Yeah. I, I, that was, that was a, a joy. And, you know, we all, we all had such a good time on set. And that's the thing with this story. We know what it is. And we get to, we get to play within that realm, especially now, where everything is so self-aware when it comes to movies, that 
we can do it. And it exists. It works in the world. I mean, I'm a character who's brought into this bizarre team. And I get to be like an audience member who's like, really? Like, that's... Like, you're going to do a thing. Okay. Let's just watch this go to... Stuff. <laughs> stuff. Do you mutter your own lines under your breath whenever you're watching it? Like, oh, Sometimes. And they all just come back to you as you're Sometimes, watching. yeah. I yeah. my line's really good in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are times, for sure. Uh, you're also, when you're watching yourself, you're just... It's like, I don't know, like a parent watching their kid just trying to get them to do really well. I'm just really hoping that I don't mess, it, don't up. mess yeah. it up. Well, you didn't. Um, well, actually, no, some stuff is your fault. Moustache gate, obviously, that the whole world is talking about. Making other men feel inadequate, that's just a general thing. Oh, um, <laughs> breaking Tom Cruise's ankle, you can kind of take responsibility for that because he was running after in, you. In some time. way, shape or form. Yeah, yeah so sure. You've obviously... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll shoulder that. <laughs> that's the way blame works. <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously, you've apologised to him since then. I have, um, yes. Did you write anything on his cast or... I did not. Or does he heal like within minutes? I'm not sure. Uh, he, yeah, he just concentrates really hard and he heals. Heals the boat. He's like superhuman, that man. Um, was there a moment when you realised that he actually wasn't human? You know, a particular you know day on set or something. You're like, ah, come on, Tom, you can't be serious. You know you're what? There, amazing. there is. I'm, I'm tough to impress. I, I know some legitimately impressive people who have done some stuff, which is Thank real you. hero stuff, and I know you. Also, well, is it? <laughs> yes. It's a side category. Subcategory. Uh, right. But Tom, you go onto movies and you meet movie stars. You're like, yeah, you know, they look great in movies. But in real life, then obviously it's impossible to attain that status of what they achieve in movies. Tom actually does. He actually does all the stuff. He does stunt fly helicopters and he does leap tall buildings. And he just keeps on going and going and going. He's a machine. I have a lot of respect for the man. I really, really do. He's, he's tough, and I'm impressed. I'm not sure uh, when the last time you were back in Ireland, but uh, I know you spent a lot of time there. I the did. last time we were talking about you were uh, at the Groove Festival, yep. which was just on again. You missed Heather Smalls and M people. Yeah, my friend sent me photos, actually. Oh, right. I, was, I was gutted that uh, I wasn't there. It was two years ago, I think, I was last there. Have you, uh, have you any plans to come back, maybe, whether it's film or just relaxation? Uh, I would love to go back, yes. It's all a matter of timing. Finding the time, uh, finding the availability of my mates as well. And, I mean, we'll see. Yes, I'd love to go back. Final question. What should we do with people who insist on using their phone in the cinema? Go on, you can be as nasty as you want. Okay. I think every case is different. Someone could be, I don't know, worried about their friend giving birth or something. And, yeah, that's a real thing. So, yeah, check your phone. But just turn the bloody brightness down. And if you're just sitting there checking stuff, make sure you're aware that you're trying to hide it. Just... Don't be obnoxious. And if you are being obnoxious, we should kick him out. Don't be a dick. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Henry, cheers. Thanks Thank you very much. Hi. Uh, Rebecca, it's lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet Congratulations you. on the film. Thank you. Uh, your mission, if you choose to accept it, I do. is to pretend that no one has said that to you already. No one um, has. <laughs> have they not? No. Actually? No, of course okay. they have. Oh, you believe me. Actually, but we just lost your own you're, you're a really, You're a really good actor. Um, yeah, it's to tell people why they should go and see the brand new Mission Impossible film. It's because it's a new Mission Impossible film and it is bloody good. I haven't seen it. Okay, well, is it, it good? Is Could good. you tell me? Is it? Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Henry Cavill and Simon Pegg went to see it last night. I know, they told they me because Simon ran into my room at midnight uh, and was so excited. So I'm seeing it tonight. Okay, well, you're going to love it. Okay, good. I can't really sell it without, you know, seeing it. So. You're excellent in it. 
some really good bits. So good work really? on those. Yeah, hundred okay, percent. Good. So I'm still in the movie. <laughs> You're still there. <laughs> yeah. They Why are they asking Rebecca to talk about this one? Cut her completely. Um, we put a call out to uh, the audience for for questions, and you know we're going to be talking to the cast and the director, and we were inundated with your fans getting back, like Rebecca Ferguson News. Every third. Amazing. They obviously really? love you a lot. So and they don't think I'm the Liverpoolian singer? Uh, very possibly. It was her picture in all the it avatars. Was. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to take their question. When's your new album out? Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, but no, they, um, they were wondering, uh, one person was wondering, um, in Rogue Nation, you overcame vertigo for the opera scene or you were kind of, you had vertigo? Yeah. Was there anything in particular that was scary about this one that you were like, I'm going to do it? No, there wasn't really. I think my was more when I sort of was in New Zealand looking at the little baby lambs, and then someone said, "Oh, look up there!" And I turned and I saw Tom fall off the helicopter, and I wasn't prepared. Um, and it sounds incredible and insane, and and you know, promote the stunt and blah blah blah. It was bloody terrifying. You just saw this body just go, and I thought, I guess I can take over the franchise now. A hundred percent. Bring one of the lambs in as well. That'd Little be nice. baby lambs. People love animals. I know they do. Um, I was wondering, was there a particular moment in the films that you've worked on with Tom where you've just kind of thought to yourself, he's not a human being? And uh, like just one particular day on set or anything like that where it was like, okay, he's taking the mic now. <laughs> but the thing is, there is no one time that is like, when is he not like that? But I think something that, um, how you can sort of, for me, when I laughed so much, I laughed by myself. We were in a car and we were going to shoot a couple of scenes that we didn't, we missed in New Zealand, so the back lot in... Because in, in, you were looking at the lambs. I was looking at the lambs and I was busy and he was hanging off a goddamn helicopter. It was just nuts. But we are going down a little hill and we were laughing and laughing and all of a sudden he goes into stunt mode and he goes, right, if this car tips over, I want everyone to embrace their head positions and we're going to practice in one, two, three. And I looked at him and thought, we're going down a, a little <laughs> hill. And I realised, no, because anything can happen. It doesn't matter if he is doing that or this. So every car journey is an adventure with Tom Cruise. Literally, but he also grabbed me and pushed me down. So I ended up coming up looking like this, going, oh, my God. What's going on? What the hell just happened? Having worked with both of them, Tom Cruise and Michael Fassbender. Oh, that's uh, okay. I was yeah. wondering who are the people? Who it was? Hugh Grant? No, 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 no. Ja- Keep going. Not Hugh Jackman? Jackman? No, 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 no. Fassbender. Fassbender. That's the one. There we go. Irish angle. Both but, Irish. Uh, who'd win the fight between those two? They're two sturdy. Thank lads. you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's <laughs> um, Well, in real life or character Yeah, let's go real life. Yeah. Yeah. Not sort of what Michael Fassbender did in no, Shame. No, because he'd be Tom Cruise would versus... crush him in that. Yeah, he'd crush him. Not in Shame. Cocktail well, yeah. Shame. Pick two. Actually, that would be good. Just pick two characters and get them to fight. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm promoting this one, so I'm going to have to say Tom. Very diplomatic. And Thank last you. but not least, what should we do with people who insist on using their phones in the cinema? Do they still? Oh, 100%. I had this discussion with someone the other day because I go to cinema a lot and I sit, but I sit quite far forward in the middle and I've seen one once and I have no problems. I literally go, oi, phone. I'm, I'm very noisy. Um, I go, fucking hell, I don't know. I hate it. Yeah, just shout at them. I hate, no, but I hate it so much. And why are, the te- why are they texting? 
I know, because people are monsters. If they were filming it, they're at least appreciating it. I think that's illegal. I know it is. Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't film the new film. Oh, cheers. You're welcome. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> cheers, Rebecca. Christopher, it's lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Uh, congratulations on Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, Thank you. you obviously uh, had a chance to watch it last night. You've seen it loads of times, I'm sure. Lots of times, yes. But uh, last night with a, with a jam-packed cinema screen, is that a different kind of experience for you where instead of watching the film, you're out the corner of your eye kind of... What's everybody... Well, I couldn't stay for the whole movie. And, uh, and I stayed for the beginning. I stayed for the first... Right up until the credits... And I noticed how quiet the audience was, and I was terrified because I thought, oh, this is falling flat on its face. So I left not knowing really what the response was going to be, and I was, I was very pleased when I woke up this morning. It got a brilliant response. Uh, yeah, people were very nice about it, yes. Yeah, so fingers crossed very that grateful. continues. Uh, what is it, 11 years and nine films now together with, with Tom Cruise? Yes. Uh, you make a beautiful couple, uh, and you make brilliant movies together oh, as well. Thank you. Have you plans for number 10? I know we've literally just finished this one. But. Uh, we're talking about a couple of things. It, 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 the truth is, Tom and I, all we ever do is just talk about whatever we just did, whatever we're doing, and whatever we're doing next. And we, we do, there's not really a formal conversation about it. But, uh, yeah, we're, our, we're already at work on number 10. Would you mind bringing him to Ireland so we can hang off stuff there? I would love to. Uh, I, have, you know, I have heritage in Ireland, so I would love to come and work there. Definitely. We don't have too many high buildings, but... No, that's true. It's a, yeah, it's another... We, the, the terrain tells us what to do. So. We'll, we'll find another angle. Actually, yes. Fallout starts in Belfast. What, yes. was the, what was the thinking behind that whenever you were writing uh, the, it? The street that like, we were on... Because we, I'm not too far away from that. I was like, Ethan Hunt was in Belfast, and I didn't know. So. <laughs> yeah, the street that we were on, we were, we, were, we were shooting. We looked out the door and said, where could this be? Where would this take place? And, and one of the crew said, it looks like Belfast, and that's... That's how it ended up in Belfast. Perfect. Uh, the action, yet again, is spectacular. Uh, I think there was a woman in front of me who may have had a heart attack. Good. So I think that's, that's a good stick was that Was she okay the at the end? I think she was fine by the end. Okay, good. She may have good. suffered a segment. No, she's grand. But is it, uh, I don't know, what, what kind of pressure is there just to keep raising that bar? Because even as a fan, I walked, uh, watched Rogue Nation there recently, and I was like, phenomenal film. But this, I think the bike scene in particular, people are talking about the halo scene and yeah. helicopters, but it was the bike scene for me that I was like, oh, God. The bike yes. scene is crazy. It's really crazy. And it's crazier than the last one. Um, and I think the last one was speed. You know, it was on that highway and it was flat out. They were going very, very fast. This one was weaving in and out of city traffic. And some of those surfaces are very dangerous. We had all of these safety rigs built for Tom. They all failed. And Tom just had to go for it. Um, and you feel that when you're watching it. He's right on the edge in that scene. Um, what went through your mind just that moment, the day you were filming uh, the stunt, which is in the film? Uh, yes. It's the actual footage as well. Oh, yes. Because everyone's collectively <gasps> waiting comes. for that moment. But uh, <laughs> just that initial thought in your own head. Was my, well, my initial thought was, wow, he really looks like he hurt himself. Like, he's, he's a doing, great actor. He's awesome. <laughs> he's doing a great job. And then he got up and ran past the camera. And I, he, Tom's not afraid to make Ethan look vulnerable. So the idea that he was making it look like the stunt hurt, I just thought this was another day of Tom being Ethan. And when I said cut, he, he went down. And I knew, I knew we had a problem. But I have to say his spirits were, were incredible. He was, and, and, and I knew that somehow this was all going to work to our advantage. It was, it was you, you, after you've making movies as long as we've been making them, 
you realize that anytime something goes wrong, it's just an opportunity to disaster is an opportunity to excel. That's what we say all the time. I'll uh, I'll write that one down. Keep yeah. that. Um, Henry Cavill, brilliant addition to the film. Uh, absolutely loved his He's character. Fantastic. Everything about him, the look, the way he fights, yes. everything. Um, are there any other actors out there who you'd got to... Obviously, I'm thinking specifically of maybe Irish actors or anyone that you're a fan of that's someday you like, I could see them potentially fitting in... Uh, in I think anybody can. That's what's really great about it. We don't, we don't think in terms of the role first and the, char- and the actor second. We always think in terms of the actor. I mean, Simon Pegg... Um, uh, uh, J.J. and Tom saw him in Shaun of the Dead and worked him into the story. There was no plan for a longer-term character for the movie. Uh, and Simon showed up and embodied that character and and became what, what Benji is now. So, yeah, I, you know, bring it on. Um, what should we do with people who insist on using their phone in the cinema? Um... I, I, I pity them. I mean, I feel sorry that they have lives that are that are so busy that they can't sit down and enjoy a movie. Um, take a vacation, is what I would say. Um, did I imagine Terminator references at the start of the... Between the nuclear side of it and there's a storm coming uh, at the opening of the oh, film? Oh, that's I was very, like, very ter- funny. <laughs> that's very, very funny. I had I had not thought of that in terms of the storm coming. Uh, but the it's it's funny. We were We were inspired by Terminator for the... That moment. Vanessa, lovely to meet you. You too. Uh, congratulations on Mission Impossible Fallout. Have you had a chance to see it yet? I know some people have uh, in the cast and some people haven't. I saw a very first draft of it um, like a month ago. I haven't okay. seen the, the recent one. Okay. Uh, well, you've got a lot to look forward to. It's pretty, uh, pretty spectacular. Um, I was wondering, uh, your character, White Widow, uh, a lot of power... What was it about the script? You're like, is it the fact that you get to control like an army of Tom Hardy lookalikes? <laughs> that was the number <laughs> all, one thing. Or wearing like pastel Peaky Blinder outfits, or <laughs> yeah. was it like, oh, I get to flirt with Tom Cruise as well as that? Or what, what was the first appeal like? Kind of. Uh, uh, well, we the script gets written as you go along, so um, really it was just exploring a sort of energy of the character that I hadn't done before. Um, I was filming a, um, the the Crown at the same time, second season of it, as I was filming night shoots in Paris on this, so. It was just really challenging to play somebody that was kind of like enigmatic and elusive and like held back. And um, I just wanted to explore kind of strange qualities of somebody, really, um, that, you know, is an arms dealer and has Tom Hardy. I mean, <laughs> I didn't notice that. I should really have it was like, make, it was made like, the most. Are they wearing Peaky Blinders outfits, but kind of peachy and pinky? And they That's all look so like Tom funny. Hardy. Yeah. Oh, my God, I need to... I need. To, I should have taken note, um, but no. They, uh, yeah. It, it was. It was. I just wanted. To, I was like playing people that are kind of contradictory in themselves in a way, and so to play somebody who was restrained and yeah, elusive while trading nuclear weapons. As you do. Um, <laughs> as one does. Yeah. There's a wee bit of um, femme fatale in there as well, like with the with the hair and the outfits and stuff as well. No, I think it, it works uh, works really well as a mm. as a character. Um, I was wondering, previous to this film, I'm not sure uh, if you were a fan of the of the previous ones. Have you a, a favourite stunt from the other Mission Impossible films uh, over I, the years? I think the one that struck me the most was the one when he's on the cliff, scaling the cliff. At the beginning of the movie, by himself, with no harness. I mean, literally, I felt sick. I was like, I didn't think I could carry on. So that was quite amazing. And I know that he did it for real, so 
that just blew me away. I think it's the start of the second one, yeah. It's um, it's heart and mouth stuff. Um, and I'm sure there was plenty of that uh, on the set of Fallout as well. Was there a day on set working alongside Tom Cruise where you kind of thought to yourself, oh, he's not actually a human being? Um, is it, yeah. You know, just a particular moment where you're like, ah, come on. For sure, because, like, he was doing these stunts uh, where he was fighting people and throwing them over the table and fighting three men at one time. And he's so... You have to be so precise, because otherwise you literally injure somebody, which I was quite in danger of doing several times. Did you injure um, anybody? No, <gasps> very close, though. <laughs> Most of all, myself, probably. Uh, and thankfully not Tom. But, um, you know, and he was, like, taking out three men, and he's just... I was, I, I'd seen, obviously, him do stunts on screen, but seeing him do it in person is quite extraordinary. Like, it really is, because you're just... It, it, it's like you just think there's no one better in the world at that than you and it's so it's like watching a master really a sort of the choreography of it it's like being a world class dancer except it's more dangerous and lethal um, and he just yeah he's just so good at it and so you know so disciplined he's a great dancer too yeah have you seen In him Tropic Thunder he, yes he does, so. yes yes of course IMDB you've got a pretty phenomenal uh, next project lined up where it's your name then it's The Rock, uh, then it's Idris Elba and Jason Statham. And those are the only four people in uh, the spin-off film for Fast and Furious. And so. Helen Mirren, actually. And, uh, well, you see, because her name isn't there yet. So, because um, I was going to say, better Fab Four than Beatles, but uh, can you tell us anything about that spin-off? No, because it's not definite yet. So I can't talk too much about it, but... Um, but you're really excited about it. Well, do you know what? The character is so cool. She's the coolest character I've read um, in any of those kind of movies Ever. So that's really exciting. But um, yeah, I, it, you know, nothing's confirmed. Well, fingers crossed you, the state, Idris, and the rock. <laughs> and Helen. <laughs> yeah. No, what, what a mixture. <laughs> what a gang. We're just best pals. I know. It's fine. So um, funny. Yeah. Vanessa, what a gang. <laughs> thanks Thank a million. You. Simon, it's lovely to meet you. Um, nice to meet you congratulations on Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, your mission, if you choose to accept it, mm -hmm. is to tell people why they should go and see the film. Um, yeah, what, what's, what's different? What's new this time? Um, I kind of feel like it seems to have been the case with every one of these films is that we've kind of turned it up a notch each time. Someone has just turned this one up to like 11 because I feel like, what, what are we going to do next now? You've kind of blown us for the next three films. Um, it's just a really, really... I saw it last night for the first time and I, I had some trouble sleeping just because my adrenaline levels were so up. And I feel like for all the kind of stunts a real mantra and all this sort of stuff, that really is the key to it, is that you're watching something which is practical and happening. You know, it's not an invented world created in a computer, which so much of the kind of blockbuster films of today are, and, and beautifully so. You know, they're very spectacular and incredibly um, sort of um, entertaining. But there is a degree of involvement emotionally that you get when you know these things are actually taking place. And when, you know, there's that shot of Tom standing on top of that building in London and the helicopter pulls away, it's real, you know, and gravity is real in this movie and the stunts are real. And for the audience, there's a subliminal sense of jeopardy involved in knowing that he's doing that, not just Ethan Hunt, but that's Tom Cruise doing that. And, and it genuinely adds to the thrill of it, I think. I heard some of your adrenaline during the film last night, the, the whoops and the hollers and the clapping <laughs> as well, because I was sitting up near you guys. But there was a, there was a brilliant part uh, 
where someone says, that's right, prick. I'll not say who it is, but you let out a massive kind of... Yeah, yeah. But there's some brilliant lines, and as you say, uh, the brilliant uh, accent as well. Is there something about seeing it with... Because do you, do you obviously uh, you've been working in film for so many years. There's yeah. something about the wonder of kind of going back and just being in a cinema full of packed people. You know, the lights go down, and you're like, let's do this. Yeah, and that, that, that's the, one of the key elements of cinema I think people sometimes even overlook and they think that seeing cinema is about seeing something on a large screen that's not what it is the large screen is there to accommodate all the people and seeing a film with a group of people when you don't know each other in an, in an era when we're becoming more and more self-oriented you know in terms of how we consume entertainment the community of cinema is, is vital and I love sitting down to watch a movie with people. It's amazing when you're in the movie. We made that movie 144 days and it was very, you know, I mean, you, you can't imagine it as it finally will be with score and with, you know, finished effects and what have you. So when you sit down and you watch it and you're in it, it's nuts. So I kept grabbing Henry Cavill's bicep and going, Woo! That's huge. Both hands on that one. Yeah. Both like, hands, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because, it, and I, you know, I hadn't seen Walker, his character as a whole, you know, and, and, and loving seeing him be so much more kind of, multifaceted you know when he's Superman he has to play it very straight very internal Walker is such a kind of interesting character I, it was great and he really smashes it in this movie so yeah it was fun to watch it with a group of people speaking of smashing it in this film uh, you do a face plant for the ages uh, yes at a certain part in this film and I'm wondering what is that like the f- because uh, as you said you know gravity is real it yeah. looked real in this scene yes and I've always wondered about like your face smacked that ground yeah you know what it is, and it's it's a movie. It's a bit of movie magic, and I let you in on it. Is that the stunts will put down, um, like say this this floor here uh, looks like carpet, but actually underneath it is some foam. You know, so it's like a kind of rubber concrete, so you can really hit it, but it looks so real that you just feel the impact of it. So yeah, I was convinced anyway. I think I did bang my head slightly, but <laughs> anything, anything the movie. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, was there a particular moment when you realised Tom Cruise was human? Out of all your Mission Impossible films. Yeah, I mean, you, you see that every day, do you know what I mean? That's quite a weird thing about working with him because everyone knows him as Tom Cruise and he has that degree of mystique around him which he just allows to fester and bubble and, you know, he's very w- whatever about it. But you see him as a person and... Um, you know, when you see him doing about to do stunts like the the A four hundred in Rogue Nation or, the, or multiple times on this film, you know, and you see him nervous and you see him realizing what he's about to do, and you you see that he's human. When he broke his ankle, you know, when he came back to set after that, and it was still not entirely healed, and he was running around in it, you could see that he was in pain, and you could see that he was worried, and and that he knew he had a job of work ahead of him to complete the scenes when he had to use the ankle. Because on the day when he finished doing that, he was like a giddy schoolboy, you know, because he was suddenly, he, he had that weight off his shoulders and, and it lifted off him like a cloud and suddenly he was all funny and bubbly again. So, yeah, he is a human being. But he's content to allow the, 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 the rest of the people to think he's not. And I think that's kind of interesting, you know. Um, what should we do with people who use their phones in the cinema very quickly? Just What should we do with them? Yeah. Just clip them around the ear, as my dad used to say. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Your dad's dead, right? No, he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Simon, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Angela, it's lovely to meet you. Thank you, you too. Uh, Congratulations on uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, Your mission, if you choose to accept it, has everyone said this? Mm -hmm. They've they've all used it. uh, Oh, thanks. No, no one said it. This is really original. Okay. Um, It's to tell people why they should go and see the brand new Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm. 
because I think with all the previous missions, they're always bigger than you expect. This one, more more than you would expect. You get more expectations met. Met. Mm-hmm. Um, can you and exceeded. And exceeded. And exceeded. That's the crucial bit. That's right. They'll go and say it. <laughs> can you tell us a wee bit about your character, uh, Erica Sloan? Because she's... Um, She's very mysterious. Even sometimes when you look it up online, sometimes the name doesn't even appear beside it. So um, <laughs> that might have been just somebody forgetting to put it in. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I'm putting it down mm. to kind of a, a conspiracy and things like that. But mm-hmm. uh, can you tell us a wee bit about Erica and her role that she plays? Well, Erica, she, she, you know, she was subordinate to Hunley for a while there. She was the you know assistant deputy director of the CIA and now that he's moved up to the IMF you know, to get more things accomplished, she's taken over his position. She's come up so now she's assumed this very powerful position and you know, you would think that since she was his subordinate, maybe they're like like minds, but no, she has her own way of getting getting things done now that she's in this position. He probably tries to sit her down in a moment, but it can't happen. It's not going to happen, and it doesn't. Because whatever move he's made, she's she's made one that trumps that one. It's always... Uh, see, I don't know whether to trust a word out of your mind. Like, have more, like oh, she's just one of those characters you don't know. She's so ambiguous in what way she's going to go as well. Do you enjoy that That kind of keeping people second-guessing, third-guessing? I because usually I'm, you know, usually, you know, you would think in this kind of... You could see it, like, just being very definitive and coming and, you know, the strength, all of that. So I really did appreciate that ambiguity about her. You know, that way you can you can make your moves and not be read when you can't be read, you know, by others. You can say it with a smile on your face mm-hmm. and then stab them in the back later. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> um, have you uh, a favorite stunt from one of the previous Mission Impossible films? Hmm. Or even one from this film? No. Well, from this one, from this one, I would say from this one, I love one that I was like... I, I can't even begin to fathom how it was done. Was the motorcycle the motorcycle sequence? Him on the motorcycle through the through the it's city insane. and all the yeah. the cars and the trucks and the intersections and the you know looking behind and the trucks coming. <laughs> there was a woman in front of me during that. I'm pretty sure she may have had a heart attack. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was thrilling. And it was dangerous, though. So. Was there a moment when you realized uh, that Tom Cruise isn't actually human compared to the rest of us, basically? I think was he like, was running know, across that, that, that roof, that beautiful roof line. <laughs> it was like, look at him go. Look at him go. He is one How of the best. How many times did, they, did he do that? Obviously, one of the smash hit films uh, recent years, Black Panther, unbelievable success. You're one of the proudest uh, mothers in uh, in cinema, obviously <laughs> with uh, with Shuri and T'Challa. But uh, can you tell us any about plans, like for? Because obviously, everyone's just dying to come on, give I mean, us more. Everyone's give us dying more. to no, and and I'm chief among them too. So I would think that they are busy coming up with the sequel. Although I wonder, what could that be? What exactly could that be now that? They've opened up, you know. They open up themselves to the to the world, and they and folk know who they are and where they are, and you know, and their their strength and the resources that they have. You see, again, 
you've gone full Eric Sloan. I don't know whether to trust you. I think you know a lot more. Trust but no, that's me. fine. Yeah. Uh, I've just been absolutely pleasure. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't steer you wrong. I believe. I you. wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. I find it best not to look. So that was Owen speaking to what feels like half the world's population. I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm delighted for him. It's great, for, it's great for him to fly to a nice city like Paris and meet all those lovely, lovely, lovely people. And very clearly very clearly fall in love with Harry Cabell he's still flirting with him and he wasn't in the room during his little intro there <laughs> he was like yeah his arms is shaving from head to toe like own come on like, be professional lock it up it's his Cabell yeah it's Superman rules don't apply he didn't even have the tash on him well well but that was fun Vanessa Kirby sounds like she's mad she's great crack she does seem like great crack uh, so that was the bonus bonus for all the cast and crew of Mission Impossible Follow our review was back in episode 28 and we will also have a second bonus feature coming out this week bonus yeah I didn't want to do it twice it's where we will be chatting to the stunt coordinator, Wade Eastwood. He was the guy who, uh, to be fair, didn't do his job well because <laughs> Tom I hear, broke his leg. I hear. But we can talk more about that uh, during bonus nah, number two this again. week. I'm not no, a performing sa- monkey. Sa- save it for the next one. Yeah. Save it for Wade's one. Uh, that's coming up in the next few days. Thank you for listening. And Owen, I, wherever you are, leave Henry alone. Yeah.